Jean-Claude Van Damme. He always makes an impact. Now, get ready for Double Impact. There's two of them. Think about it. Van Damme times two. He looks exactly like you. Me? Twin brothers reunited on a mission. Watch my back. To avenge their parents' death. One packs a punch. One packs a piece. Look good to me. Together, they deliver double impact. Excuse me. Hey, everybody. It's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And today is another exciting edition of the non-canonical adventures of... J.D. and Randy, um, it is actually a non-canonical episode today, right? Yes, it is, because we're talking about 1990s Double Impact. Record scratch, 1991's Double Impact. Starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. As Chad. And starring Jean-Claude Van Damme as as Alex. Yes. And... Jeffrey Lewis, not to be confused with Dabney Coleman, as Frank Avery. And mm-hmm. Alana Shaw from Cyborg Cop, or would future go on to be in Cyborg Cop, mm-hmm. as Danielle Wilde. Yep. Written by Sheldon Lettick and Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steve Mearson. And directed by Sheldon Lettick. Yep. Also directed Lionheart, starring Van Damme. This is one of uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's early movies after... Just before, I believe, Hard Target came out, which is the one that really uh, put him out there. Directed by John Woo. Or was it misdirected Woo? This one was, like I said, uh, it was Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Cyborg, uh, Lionheart, and then I think this one. And that was just before he took off. So he kind of moved from lower budget canon all the way up to, I think this one you could say, I guess, more mid-budget. It didn't really feel very low-budget. Because this one was almost a canon film. It was, almost. And there's a couple of hallmarks of it, but I don't think by this time they're really making movies like this too much anymore. So yeah, so it was No Retreat, No Surrender. We never watched that one. Bloodsport, Black Eagle, Cyborg, Kickboxer, Lionheart, Death Warrant came before this one. Mm-hmm. Double Impact, Body cool. Count. Well, actually, sorry, that's a music video. Scratch that. Mm-hmm. Universal Soldier, Nowhere to Run, Last Action Hero, Hard Target. <laughs> well, Last Action Hero is kind of stretching it a little bit. but yeah. I know, it's like it's a cameo. Time Cop, Street Fighter, mm-hmm. Sudden Death, oh, yeah. The Quest, which was just um, Bloodsport, Blood again. Mm-hmm. And the movie we were just talking about before we came on, Double Team. Double Team, yeah. Starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. So, Randy, this one, Double Impact, was, as Albert Pune would call it, a bit of a gimmick movie. Yes. And he would know his gimmick movies, I suppose. Pop meat kettle, kettle, <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme's foot up your ass because now you never speak ever again. <laughs> yeah. Double Impact is the movie where, where Jean-Claude Van Damme plays two brothers separated at birth that come back together to reclaim their lost uh, fortune, so to speak. It's one of those types of stories. Only in this one, they're completely different personalities that have to work together. One's a yuppie, and the other one's a scumbag con artist from the streets. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so, Loosely based on the Corsican Brothers, a uh, mm-hmm. 
Uh, what's his name? He did the um, Three Musketeers, Man in Iron Mask. Alexander Dumas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one, of course, like I said, it's a Van Damme action movie, so it delivers what you expect from a Van Damme action movie. Though there are a lot more guns than is normally had in an early Van Damme film. That's actually true. Um, at this point, as I said, the main ones he's known for start with like Bloodsport, was a fighting movie. Then they had uh, Kickboxer, which is obviously in the title, and even Cyborg, which is post-apocalyptic, still is mostly just martial arts. This one has quite a lot of shooting in it, and I think it's probably his first one that did. I don't think there's a whole lot before this that had a lot of that in it. So there's a lot of firsts for him, um, including apparently... What was I about to say? Um, his relationship with Albert Pugh was strained over this because of a comment he made. Okay, so so before we go jump into all the other stuff, it's just... It's just a, we all know how I feel about IMDb <laughs> trivia. Yeah. But they note that when pitching this movie around, he... Let me just read it. It's like, where exactly were they? Mm-hmm. Um, across the main Canon lot at the... Across the street from Canon on Wiltshire, on the rooftop of a building, mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme pitched this movie, the general idea originally called The Corskin Brothers, mm-hmm. to Albert Pune. Yeah. And Albert Pune told him... Mm-hmm. That he should focus more on the straight-on up action instead of the gimmicks. Which is kind of a weird thing to say, because I can't think of a whole lot of Van Damme movies that are sold on gimmicks. And then from other (laughs) interviews, it's like they have never spoken to each other directly ever again after that. That's so weird. I don't... I, I don't even... I don't even know because at this point, like I said, he's not really—he wasn't really known for a whole lot. So I think this movie actually did help him quite a bit for Van Damme because, as it's so, as we said, it did a whole bunch of stuff he hadn't actually done much before this point. And after this, he pretty much broke out and got bigger and bigger roles until, probably, I guess, the most famous was around Street Fighter, I guess, because that was a huge movie. And that would slowly lead towards his fall. Well, yeah. But like I said, this one is his, it's not his most well-known movie, but I think it's the one you'll think of when he's like, oh yeah, the one where he plays to himself twice. This is the one that everybody makes fun of. Because he plays himself twice. Although, like I said, it's it's easy for this sort of movie to become like, oh, get it? He's playing two characters. So they just play off that the whole movie and it's like, it's a gimmick, I guess, like Albert Pune would have said, but I don't know, really feel like a gimmick in this movie. Because it kind of felt like it's the story. It, it honestly felt like uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme had been like, okay, I've done all these kicky, fighty movies the last uh, few ones. Mm-hmm. I want to show my range, so let me play a yuppie, mm-hmm. uh, yoga instructor and karate teacher, and uh, a hard-boiled Steven Seagal type from the streets. And they are both pretty different from each other, too. Except that it also highlights the fact that he can't really act. I don't know. He, he did okay, but it's not really that wasn't as much range as he was hoping to show. Eh. I think he did a pretty good job in that it's an action movie and the characters are doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is a revenge story. And he managed to also make them feel a bit different in how they proceed through the action. Because one is clearly the martial arts guy and the other guy is clearly more of a brawler shooter guy. Except that when you say that, then in the same scene you'll have them both shooting and kicking in the exact same way with no differentiation between how they fight. I don't 
recall a whole lot of kicking from one of them in particular. He did a lot more kicks than I was ex- when I was expecting when he when the tagline for the movie is one uh, what is it one packs a punch the other packs a piece. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah they they both seem to carry around guns both of them quite a bit and they both seem to fight with their feet quite a bit. Uh, so oh, I, remember the I was ex- I was expecting the one that with the guns to be a little bit more shooty shooty and a little bit more I punch people and not as much as many kicks. Well, I mean, he was. He did shoot a lot more than the other guy did. I mean, when you're shooting with an automatic weapon, it's a lot easier. But when he had the other guy was shooting, he was a lot more accurate. He was doing a lot more tricks. And that's where most of the John Woo-inspired stuff happened. This movie was obviously around that exact period where The Killer just came out. And uh, and a lot of people were getting on the John Woo bandwagon, you could tell at times. I have never seen The Killer. That doesn't surprise me, Randy. It does not surprise I have me. only seen, I believe, one John Woo movie. Yes, Mission Impossible 2. That's the one you should see. It's the best one. And that's terrible. What, what, it's like, was he in, did he direct or was he the inspiration for Face Off? He directed Face Off. Okay, so I've seen two John Woo films. <laughs> he's, he's most well known for his Hong Kong films, but he did a couple of American ones, including uh, Hard Target, which was with Van Damme, which is after this. Uh, Never seen Off, it. Which is seen it. the one with John Travolta. And... Uh, infamously i guess would be paycheck with ben affleck which is i think his last one for obvious reasons okay so i've seen three of his movies i've seen paycheck it's not as bad as a movie it's just a terrible adaptation yeah and uh i think by that point even he was just like i don't really enjoy doing this so much so i'm finished but yeah as the simpsons have been quoted as say as being said as i've said today multiple times no misdirected woo and that includes all john woo films yeah, like I said, this one is just a pretty standard uh, action movie. It goes through all the beats you expect it to go through. Uh, he has a love interest who he thinks is going to cheat on him, in, considering that his brother is the one who he's, he's thinking of, and his brother is more of the playboy character, but that doesn't end up happening. And they have to learn to trust each other, come to terms with uh, who they are. One of them is uh, obviously more ignorant and... Uh, on this sort of stuff and the other guy's too cynical and hard-bitten and he's falling off so so you're describing us so they have to come together basically so you're describing us one of us is too cynical and uh, hard-bitten off and the other one is too fun-loving and uh yeah i wonder which one you are the cynical one because <laughs> i was about to say i completely hated that freeze frame at the end of the movie which i know you love of course i love the freeze frame it's i per- hate the freeze frame it's a perfect ender to an action movie no it just broke movie. the it just broke any tension and it broke the any, tension the movie's any, over it was it's just like it fell out of character for everything ah. it was literally the end of the movie what tension everybody was all, all the villains were already dead it was over it's eh, no different than I teenage mutant ninja turtles when he says i made another funny yeah, but then it cuts directly to the music, and it's a joke. And That's it's exactly obvi- what happened It's obviously here. a joke. It's not a breaking the fourth wall stare directly at the camera and given okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's no, exactly I'm... what it is. Nope. He literally says, I made another funny. You think he didn't make another funny between the two movies? That's a direct fourth wall break. Jeez, <laughs> comes up. I think this even came out the same year as that movie did. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, that's more of a football breaking moment to me. That takes you out a bit more than this one does. So I guess you can tell uh, our general impressions on the movie just because of the fact that we've talked about like every other movie <laughs> that double impact. There's not a whole lot to talk about. It's a it's a Van Damme action movie from the 90s. You've seen a Van Damme action movie. It's a very, it's be about. And it's a very rote 
tropey action film. Yeah, it depends if that's what you like or not. And I do, so that's why I liked it. I mean, that's really all you can say about it. I just wanted to cover this one because it was the last one we had on a triple pack Blu-ray we had. With, and, uh, and JD wants to take it home with him now instead of leaving it at my house for like the last 18 years. Yeah, I want to get I want to pack that one up already, but figured I might as well finish it off. But like I said, uh, this one is just, it's just an action movie starring Van Damme. So if you've seen them, you know what to expect. Is there a highlight in this movie for you, J.D.? I like the action in the movie. A highlight in this movie that I know you're giving a 4 out of 5 to? Yeah, I am. But, yeah, I liked everything about it. It just This is one of the ones when I was a kid I watched a lot because I really like the action sequences. But, like I said, I like the, the, the tone of the two different characters. I like the action. I like the villains. I like how there's a lot of really uh, cool-looking fight scenes in it. I like how they mixed it up in this one with a lot of shooting. Which, as I said before this... He wasn't really doing a whole lot of that, so I think this is the first one, and he got to do that a bit more later. But also, as like I said, it seems like it's kind of a, a big step towards where he's going to be in a maybe a year or two after this. I'll agree with you on the action, but I'm going to go for it from a more technical aspect and say that the directing yeah. and cinematography for the the fight scenes was really good. Like not phenomenal, like not not as good as let's say Jean Claude Van Damme choreographing and editing them, <laughs> uh, but yes, it's like they they held long enough. Mm -hmm. They weren't afraid to shy away from the violence. Oh no, there was a lot of blood in this one. Uh, shy away from the connection, no shaky cam. No, not at all. Uh, that's why I said when I was watching it, uh, I was I was trying to to decide is it this a lower budget movie or a higher budget movie because. It doesn't really feel like either, but it kind of does. The other one at the time, I guess. It would have it would have been a high budget, canon film yeah. if it had stayed with canon. Mm -hmm. But it was a low to mid budget film for whoever finally released it. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. I think so. No MGM. Because it was yeah MGM. Also so it would have been a low mid -tier, mid level uh, a mid level. Yeah, because I think his first high one was Hard Target. After this, but. To this point, like I said, he started in canon, which was always through the lower ones. And then by this point, he was kind of in the mid ones. And then with that one, he kind of moved up to another the, the next level. So with uh, your your and mine, mm -hmm. uh, our, our highlights out, what are your lowlights of the film? I know what mine are. Well, oh, boy, do well I go, You might as well go into them then. The plot is so by the numbers <laughs> it, that it it's... Oh my god. It, it, it almost serves no point. It's just there to make sure, okay, why do we have uh, him playing Twin Brothers? Okay, because of this tropey plot. Okay, mm -hmm. let's just get from one scene to the next so we can show another action sequence. Oh, here's another... Uh, here's some fake conflict, and oh, now there's going to be Vaseline on the camera while we have a love scene. Love-making scene. You might want to say, quote-unquote, love-making scene, because it's a dream sequence. That isn't something that actually happened. I don't know. I kind of stopped paying attention to, except for when things started blowing up and there was fighting. Like I said, I had zero interest in the story. It was just kind of like, okay, I'm done with the story. It's, just, it's a out, out, story. Outside of hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Hmm. And maybe his buddy there, whose name I just forgot. Jack? No, the, the, the one that's his buddy buddy. That he wants to have be in other movies with. Oh, Bolo Young. Yeah, Bolo Young, thank you. It's Bolo. like, other than though those... Everybody else was an uninteresting character, like Ni Nigel Griffith. Why? I would just be like, no, you have to call him Nigel because that's the wuss-ass name that you did. But no, we're going to call him Griffith! 
Griffith. Because it's more fun to yell out Griffith. That's why he. Didn't no, it's more fun to go Nigel. Nigel, I'm coming to get you, Nigel. Why do you think you need the villain Griffith in Berserk? Because it's more fun to yell. It's really that simple. But yeah, like I said, it's just, it's just a Van Damme action movie. If you like them, you like them. If you don't, you and don't. You're, and you're a low light. I would say probably it's the story is pretty generic, but aside from that, like I said, I just enjoy the movie. That's really all I got to say about it. Like I said, there's not really a whole lot to say, especially if you already like these sorts of movies. And, it is what it is. And it's enough that Albert Pune, Albert frickin' Pune, let me say him his third time so that he'll appear on our podcast next episode, <laughs> Albert Pune, mm-hmm. told him to focus, John, focus on the straight up action to become a star. Stop it with the gimmick movies. This is his first gimmick movie. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get that at all. Like, what is he? Of all people, him talking about gimmick movies. But Van Damme literally didn't really have any before this. He had a kickboxing movie, which was popular at the time. Not really a gimmick. He had a, a tournament movie, which was not a gimmick at the time. Kumate. Kumate. That, he made that more or less a trope at the time. Uh, and then he did like Lionheart, which is just kind of a I guess street fighting movie, and that's pretty much it. Is it the, is the gimmick that he gets sued on every single movie because he hurts somebody? <laughs> that's when he hurt Albert Pune's feelings. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like I said, it, it is what it is. It's, I give it a three out of five. It's a step towards where he was going to be after this. It's, that's literally it. It's like out of the other um, Jean Claude Van Damme films we've seen, this is probably the lowest of them I've seen really? so far. Yeah, in Cyborg. Oh, you just reminded me about Cyborg. Okay, no, I put this at about equal level with Cyborg, but I think I gave Cyborg lower than a three, but I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. I, I really don't remember Cyborg other than... I remember what he gave everything, so, like I said. Your one job! I'm just here to be funny. You're... No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm not yeah. funny at all. Uh, but I give it a three. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's it's just that characters are generally uninteresting. Story is just kind of bland. Mm. Action's kind of cool. Um, and it's just not as interesting or as fun as Kickboxer or Bloodsport mm. or uh, I've never seen Lionheart yeah. I've never seen Black Eagle Black Eagle with Shokosugi yeah I've never seen that one so it's like mm-hmm. like I said it, it is what it is so like I said we talked about it because and you give it a 4 out of 5 yeah, I already talked about that one so I guess that's really all we gotta say about this like I said there's not a whole lot else if you like Van Damme movies check it out if you don't you won't be convinced by it yeah, you definitely won't be convinced by this one if you're not a fan of Van Damme. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time when we continue our cruise through the Canon catalog. Yes, back to Canon. Goodbye. Goodbye. From Hollywood to the Far East. On land. On sea. And in the air. Express service. Damn cool. Damn hot. So now what do we do? That's what I love about you. Van Damme. <laughs> times two. <laughs> Double the fun. I would never in my life wear black silk underwear. I'm with you on that one. And double. <laughs> the Van Damage. Double impact. 